Listener production. Hey, Sarah. Uh, love a life of greatness. Look, I just wanted to get in touch and ask some advice from you uh, because I'm dealing with a bit of anxiety in my life at the moment. You know, I'm really worried about my future, making enough money to support my family with, you know, the increased interest rates that are all over the news at the moment. I'm worried about my job security. Basically, I'm anxious about everything. How do you personally navigate anxiety? Have you found any particular strategies or practices that help you manage it effectively? Thank you so much for this question because dealing with anxiety about the future is an absolute common challenge and I have a few strategies that have personally helped me navigate through it and I know everyone listening today will be able to get something out of this too. Firstly, mindfulness and meditation. I know everyone here listening is like you harp on about this so much, but honestly, in times where I've had anxiety in my life, they have been invaluable. What I do is I take a few moments each day to centre myself into the present, and that really helps prevent my mind from becoming consumed by some sort of future uncertainties that I have absolutely no control over. As you all know, I meditate every day, regardless of how I'm feeling in life. But when I'm feeling anxious, I make a concerted effort to do meditation twice a day, in the morning and also in the night. And what I found is this helps me calm my nervous system so much. It also helps regulate my breathing when it's out of whack if I'm very anxious. And it slows down my thought patterns to get into the state of calm or even just a bit calmer. I don't know what I would do without meditation. It has always been such a sacred place for my mental health and personal well-being, and it's something that I highly recommend for all of you. Breaking down goals as well has been a really great transformative approach. So when we're thinking about the future, instead of viewing the future as this like overwhelming entity, what I like to do is break it into smaller, more manageable tasks. This allows me to be focused and it's less daunting when everything's like lumped together. Because when you put everything into one, that's when your mind gets overwhelmed. So if we separate each situation and look at it independently, that's when I find it's not so overwhelming and things just become a lot easier to tackle. Another thing going on to the question I was just asked is about financial planning, you know, worrying about money and all that kind of stuff is never something that is a nice feeling for any of us. So financial planning is another crucial aspect. So what I suggest is like developing a realistic budget and a financial strategy that provides a sense of control and it will help alleviate some of the anxieties related to money matters. You know, knowing where your resources are going and having a plan for the future really contributes to a more stable mindset. Another thing is seeking support. It's honestly imperative. Discussing your concerns, say with maybe a friend or a family member or a professional can be so relieving. Sometimes it's just so great to get it off your chest. So sharing your thoughts and feelings not only provides emotional support, but it it also opens the door to valuable perspectives and advice from other people. And, you know, I love talking. So I love hearing also what other people have to say. This is a no-brainer, but taking care of your physical health is also an integral part to mental well-being. You know, regular exercise, a balanced diet and adequate sleep just contribute so much to resilience and stability. 
Lastly, being mindful of information consumption is crucial. What the world's going through at the moment is a terrible, terrible thing and staying informed is absolutely essential. But constant exposure to negative news can exacerbate anxiety. So I suggest setting boundaries on media consumption and really taking breaks from news updates can be so unbelievably beneficial. A lot of people have been telling me that they've been dreaming about all this negative stuff as well. And I also suggest getting off social media and news before bed because what we see before we go to sleep goes straight into our subconscious. So really making a concerted effort for an hour or so before sleep time to get off social media and to also put the news away. When I interviewed the wonderful, beautiful poet Sarah Blondin on my podcast, she talked openly about her anxiety and how she needed to go to some of the darkest places to be able to thrive again. After I had my book published, I went through another one of those epochs, but it was with anxiety and panic this time. And that's a different type of visitor that I feel is a lot more challenging to get up from um, and to live with because it doesn't go away. So it's really, you know, with depression, I could at least like, you know, I'd get moving my body or I'd cook a good meal and it would kind of quiet down a little bit. But with anxiety and panic, it was this chronic sense of dread and terror going through your body. And that's enough to rattle anyone to a point of, you know, I I remember just looking at my husband and saying like, I need help. I can't, I can't hold this. And he was just like, okay. And he would take me out under a tree and he would lie with me as I shook. But I had a really beautiful experience when I was in the depths of that, where I just, and with that panic and anxiety, I was having a tremendous body pain. It's not ironic. It all makes sense now that I'm out of it. I can see how these are really important initiatory kind of phases of my life where I was going from a smaller version to myself into a more open and available one. I was growing. I was making a big leap from my private journal entries into the world of like, okay, I'm going to serve in a bigger way now. And that was like, not before you get rid of this huge pain body, right? And, or at least confront this pain body. So that's what I believed I was really doing. But I had this experience where I was lying on the floor of my cabin and I, I would do Joe Dispenza every day. So that's what really got me through, specifically where he just says, nowhere, no one. And you just lie there and you go into the stars. And that was the only thing that would really let my nervous system stop panicking. So I would make sure that that was happening every single day. And that would give me enough strength to get up again. Remember, managing anxiety is really a personal journey. And it may take some trial and error to find what works best for you, but If the challenges persist, seek guidance from a mental health professional is a really proactive step towards managing any concerns. Please know that you're not alone in facing these challenges. We as humans all have them and there are so many resources available to support you on your journey. Listener.